Hey everybody, welcome to Kern Talks, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church's podcast where we revisit the message from this week's church service. I'm Krista Q, the worship leader and producer at Kern Church. We know you're busy and maybe don't have time to watch the video for a whole service. Well, we got you covered with Kern Talks. With that said, let's hear Pastor Donna Hester's message from Sunday, March 21st, The Glory of God. When Jesus saw the grief of Mary after the death of her brother Lazarus, he began to weep. The shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept, brings us close to Jesus. We sense that God understands and accepts our tears when we begin to weep. Jesus had been informed that one of his most beloved friends, Lazarus, was gravely ill, but he insisted that his illness would not lead to death, but would be used by God as a witness to the Son of God. But word came to Jesus that Lazarus had died, and all were saddened by the news. Jesus insisted that this was the time to go to the home of Mary and Martha, sisters of Lazarus. Before Jesus arrived, Martha got word that he was on his way, and she hurried out to meet him. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Your brother will rise again. I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. And having said this, Martha returned home to tell Mary that she had spoken with Jesus, who was on his way to see them. Mary got up quickly and ran out of the house to go see Jesus. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Where have you laid him? Lord, come and see. They laid Jesus to the tomb in which Lazarus had been laid. All those who followed Mary and Jesus were amazed and moved by his love for his friend Lazarus. When they arrived at the cave, Jesus gave them instruction. Take away the stone. Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead for four days. Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God. And so they rolled the stone away. Father, I thank you for having heard me. I know that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. Lazarus, come out. And Lazarus came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth and his faith wrapped in a cloth. Unbind him and let him go. Many of the people who had come with Mary and Martha to the tomb had seen what had happened and they believed in Jesus. Our scripture lesson this morning comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 11, verses 1 through 45. A certain man, Lazarus, was ill. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. 
This was the Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, saying, Lord, the one whom you love is ill. When he heard this, Jesus said, This illness isn't fatal. It's for the glory of God, so that God's Son can be glorified through it. Jesus loved Martha, her sister, and Lazarus. When he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed where he was. After two days, he said to his disciples, Let's return to Judea again. The disciples replied, Rabbi, the Jewish opposition wants to stone you, but you want to go back? Jesus answered, Aren't there twelve hours in the day? Whoever walks in the day doesn't stumble because they see the light of the world. But whoever walks in the night does stumble because the light isn't in them. He continued, Our friend Lazarus is sleeping, but I am going in order to wake him up. The disciples said, Lord, if he's sleeping, he will get well. They thought Jesus meant that Lazarus was in a deep sleep. But Jesus had spoken about Lazarus' death. Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died. For your sakes, I'm glad I wasn't there, so that you can believe. Let's go to him. Then Thomas, the one called Didymus, said to the other disciples, Let us go too, so that we may die with Jesus. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Bethany was a little less than two miles from Jerusalem. Many Jews had come to comfort Martha and Mary after their brother's death. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him while Mary remained in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Even now I know that whatever you ask God, God will give you. Jesus told her, Your brother will rise again. Martha replied, I know that he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me will live, even though they die. Everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She replied, Yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Christ, God's Son, the one who is coming into the world. After she said this, she went and spoke privately to her sister Mary. The teacher is here, and he's calling for you. When Mary heard this, 
she got up quickly and went to Jesus. He hadn't entered the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were comforting Mary in the house saw her get up quickly and leave, they followed her. They assumed she was going to mourn at the tomb. When Mary arrived where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. When Jesus saw her crying, and the Jews who had come with her crying also, he was deeply disturbed and troubled. He asked, Where have you laid him? They replied, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to cry. The Jews said, See how much he loved him? But some of them said, He healed the eyes of the man born blind. Couldn't he have kept Lazarus from dying? Jesus was deeply disturbed again when he came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone covered the entrance. Jesus said, Remove the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said, Lord, the smell will be awful. He's been dead four days. Jesus replied, Didn't I tell you that if you believe, you will see God's glory? So they removed the stone. Jesus looked up and said, Father, thank you for hearing me. I know you always hear me. I say this for the benefit of the crowd standing here, so that they will believe that you sent me. Having said this, Jesus shouted with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! The dead man came out, his feet bound and his hands tied, and his face covered with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Untie him and let him go. Therefore, many of the Jews who came with Mary and saw that Jesus, what Jesus did, believed in him. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. This morning, As we encounter Jesus, we see the encounter not of one, not of two, but of three individuals. We learn early in the story that Lazarus is ill. His sisters, Martha and Mary, have sent a message to Jesus, letting Jesus know that Lazarus is ill. That's all we know. We don't know if they asked Jesus to come. We don't know if they asked Jesus to heal Lazarus. Maybe they just expected it. 
Maybe they were so close of friends that they thought just hearing the simple message that Lazarus was ill would bring Jesus to them for healing. But when Jesus hears the message, Jesus looks at his disciples who are around him and simply says, this illness isn't fatal. It's for the glory of God, so that God's Son can be glorified through it. It's for the glory of God. Very similar words to the words we heard last week when the disciples asked Jesus about the man who had been born blind and who had sinned, the man or his parents. And Jesus' response was very, very similar as he said, neither sinned. The man was born blind that you might know what God can do. Both of these stories from last week and from this morning tell us that God is amazing. God's love is amazing. The glory of God shines all around us. And frankly, I think there's a part of this story as Jesus tells the disciples about Lazarus' illness being for the glory of God that says to them and to us, we put the limits on God. Look around you. See all that God can do. And then, then two days later, Jesus says to the disciples, Lazarus has died. Lazarus has died. We have gone from this isn't fatal, this is for the glory of God, to Lazarus has died. I don't know about you, but I know when I hear the words that someone has died, the thought of something fatal happening also comes into my mind. But Jesus says, as he goes on, that Lazarus has died. And for your sakes, I'm glad I wasn't there. So that you can believe. Let's go to him. If I didn't know the story, if I had been one of those disciples... I'm sure I would want to go along just to see what that story and how it was going to happen. Because it wasn't fatal. Lazarus has died. Jesus wants me to believe. And so now we're going to him. Something 
is in the works. And the word gets to Martha that Jesus is coming. And Martha goes out of the house and goes to meet Jesus. And when Martha encounters Jesus, she says to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Even now, I know that whatever you ask God, God will give you. She tags on that last part. She's disappointed. Disappointed that Jesus hadn't come and her, husband, and her brother had died. And yet she still has heard enough of Jesus' teachings to add the part that if you ask God, it will be given to you. And Jesus responds to her with, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me will live, even though they die. Everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? And she replied, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, God's Son, the one who is coming into the world. A bold statement of faith out of Jesus' explaining to her about life, living, death, dying, and yet, everyone who lives and believes in Jesus will never die. She makes her statement. And after she makes her statement of faith, she returns to the house. And she goes to Mary and lets her know that Jesus is out at the town limits. And wants to meet with her. When Mary encounters Jesus. Just as Martha had said. She greets him with Lord. If you had been here. My brother wouldn't have died. The very same thought process. That Martha had. And Jesus looked at her, looked at those who had gathered with her and come to meet him. And he, too, felt the grief of the moment, and he wept. And he asked where they had laid him. And so they go to the tomb. And Jesus asked that they remove the stone. And at that moment, Martha says, No, no, Lord, this smell will be awful. 
He's been dead for four days. He's been dead for four days. The spirit of his body has left him. He's been buried for four days. Don't remove the stone, Jesus, from the same woman who encountered Jesus and said, I know whatever you ask, God will give you. It's hard to process it all. It's hard to make that bold statement of faith and then encounter the reality of death. And Jesus replies to her, Didn't I tell you that if you believe, you will see God's glory? The glory of God will be around you. And then Jesus prays, Father, thank you for hearing me. I know you always hear me. I say this for the benefit of the crowd standing here so that they will believe that you sent me. Lazarus, come out! And then we have the encounter of Jesus and Lazarus. The dead man came out. His feet and hands were bound and tied, and his face was covered with cloth. This morning in our Reader's Theater, we had the encounters of Jesus and Martha and Mary and Lazarus. Lazarus encounters Jesus in a way none of us have encountered Jesus. Jesus calls him out of the tomb. It's an amazing story. And yet, in the scripture lesson, in the reader's theater, Lazarus just stands there. Lazarus stands silent in the moment. Lazarus is silent in the encounter of being brought back to life by Jesus. And while Lazarus may be silent, he's probably the one rejoicing the most. He's the one who definitely sees God's glory in the moment. First sees God's glory. First understands God's glory and amazing love. How often do we encounter Jesus in similar ways? We encounter Jesus as the concerned loved one or friend. We ask Jesus. We ask Jesus to heal. We may offer our prayer requests. And we offer them 
not so much as we hear of Mary and Martha's request of just Jesus, the one you love, Lazarus, is ill. We go a little deeper. Probably a little deeper as Martha and Mary were thinking. Jesus, Lazarus is ill. Come and heal him. Jesus, our loved one, is ill. Come and heal. Jesus, our loved one, has been in an accident. And their hand is crushed. Help them to move the hand. Jesus, this is how you should heal. Is so often how we regard the situation. And yet, God says... Didn't I tell you that if you believe, you will see God's glory? Not only is the hand healed, movement is restored as if there had been no accident. Throughout these last 12 months, of COVID. Many have prayed for their loved ones. Jesus, get them off the respirator. Not only have they come off the respirator, but they have gained breath. They have been able to get up to walk out of the hospital, and to return to life. Jesus says to us, Did, didn't I tell you that if you believe, you will see God's glory? Believe and see God's glory. Don't limit God by seeing the best of the situation that you can see. Because God sees greater and bigger. And God's glory abounds around us. Our centering words this morning said to us the shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept, brings us close to Jesus. Jesus weeps for our situations. And in that, we encounter Jesus. We sense that God understands and accepts our tears when we begin to weep. There may be moments of tears. There may be moments of fear and frustration. But God understands. God is with us. And God begins to weep. But it doesn't stop there. It continues that God brings about the glory. God's glory, 
as encountered with Jesus is all around us. Those Jews with Mary that day questioned Jesus' ability to raise Lazarus. Those Jews looked at the situation and thought about the blind man and said, where was he? He could make the man blind see again. Why did Lazarus die? The glory is around us. The glory is ever-present. Let us look for the glory of God. And let us seek God's glory in all situations. Let us pray. God, as we come to you this morning, we come confessing that we do put limits on your love. We put limits on your ability and your grace. And we're sorry. We see what we think we need. And out of what we think we need, we ask for your care. Help us to look at the glory of your love. Look at the glory of your works all around us. And help us that we might understand that your will is done in all situations and your amazing love shines through. Amen. Receive now this blessing. May the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the resurrection and the life, bless and keep you in this life and the life to come. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.